sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How's things? Oh, man. I'm good. I'm recovering from, like, the post-travel cold. Oh, no. Uh, I just went, like, as soon as I got off the plane, felt awful. Then, like, I had a wedding to go to, which I powered through, and then it's been, like, a work week. So I haven't had, like, a chance to just get, like, fast. So, like, I've been jet-lagged and fighting through everything, just wanting to get sleep, and then... uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's been wild, though. Greece was amazing time, though. I'll tell you that right now. Fucking amazing. Yeah. What was the favorite parts? Uh, you know, just getting to, like, ATV everywhere. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And then, like, uh, just, you know, uh, the food was amazing. Uh, the, the views were incredible. The water was crystal blue, just. What were you eating? Like, what was it? I ate the lamb chops, octopus, uh, Greek salads, just everything came with feta. Just, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I would love to fucking go there. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Tzatziki was great. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It was, uh, um it honestly sean it it like words escape me on how beautiful of a country uh that is um it it's it's incredible cool yeah i ate like we rented atvs to get all around the island and we you know the the sights of all the mountains and just how the it's a different it's a different way of life over there and then i have this one buddy q that uh he's asian and that wouldn't matter but for the sake of this like he flipped his atv twice so he did wonders for the asian stereotype of driving he fucking like wrecked his fucking atv that happens yeah so he was okay though yeah he's fine like a sprained wrist at the end of it uh, How many of you was there on the trip? I think that there was nine of us, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty big group. Did yeah, you have was... to like coordinate or did you guys, you and your woman just kind of do your own thing as well? No, we kind of coordinated with everybody and then. Yeah. Yeah. It, was it went smoothly. <laughs> yeah. It was going good. well. Yeah. So it was all, all, all really good. And then, uh, yeah, it was just a beautiful trip. A lot is like the traveling took a lot out of me. Like how to get home, I had to take a ferry from Paros to Mykonos, then a cab to the airport, and then uh, then take a flight from Mykonos to Athens, Athens to Montreal, and then it was just it was a fucking journey. Yeah, that sounds intense. You yeah. made all your flights though. Made everything. That's made good, everything. At least. But I got in like those. Uh, my seat was those uh, uh, emergency exit seats. So the emergency exit seat, 
you don't you can't recline so you're sitting fucking upright for 10 hours and then yeah. like like you just like so you're just like like you're just like this like like this and you're trying to get some sleep and then you're just going fucking <laughs> for wait, our wait. audience he was sitting up very rigidly there yeah, if you couldn't it, see that yeah, but it, it was extremely rigid looking I had all the leg space in the world but <laughs> holy fuck it was just like trying Catch to go 22 off. I guess hey with that yeah. so it wasn't like ideal but hey it, it's fine I read my book I watched some movies I uh, watched uh like Morbius, which was okay. The, was it okay? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I this watched... is a stupid question. It just made me think of how tall are you? Uh, 5'11. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Sorry. Just you were saying leg space. And I was like, how tall is Tom? I was in my head, you're like nine feet tall. Cause I, you know, just looking up, like, huh, oh, I'm so tall. But <laughs> I had to ask. No, no, no. Just 5'11. And it was I'm just 5'12. Like... And so, like, I get home, and then, like, there's, like, the seven hour of, like, jet lag that you got to get through. Yeah. And, like, and then all of that, and just, oh, uh, it was, br- like, that was brutal. <laughs> just that was brutal. And then, that like, is. I, like, the next day of landing, I had a wedding to go to. And it was, like, my first French-Canadian wedding. And okay. one thing I noticed about French-Canadian, it was, it was a lot of clapping. A lot of clapping huh. at French-Canadian weddings. Like. Interesting. Groom goes up, clapping. The the parents come up, clapping. The bride goes down the aisle and with her family and clapping. After uh-huh. every after everything, there's clapping. After there's, every procession, there's a clap. Yeah, it's just it just That's fun though. Like clapping, like yeah, I'm all for it. I just like everything else. Like like all the other weddings I've ever been to is just like silent awe. Yeah, I like that it brings the audience in, right? Because it's yeah. just a show usually, but a show that interacts with the fans, it's kind yeah. of more fun to be at, right? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's pretty fun. I can't say that I've been to a French-Canadian wedding just yet, but yeah. I am definitely open to them. So uh, people out there sending invitations, you can send your invitations to Sean at twosidesofthestory.com. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, that's fun, man. It's hard, like, when you have your pre-vacation self and your post-vacation self, they're very contrasting individuals. You know what I mean? You're like, this is going to be great. The flight's, like, I'm sure are all worth it because you're on your way to, like, having fucking fun and living life. But when you're, like, rushing back to get back, I'm working, and, you know, sometimes that can be not as fun. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, the way back is always brutal. Plus, like... So when I was traveling back, I was traveling back alone. Everyone yeah. else stayed for an extra week. So like, I don't like talking to strangers on planes. Like it all, it all depends. Like I feel it out, and I I didn't care to speak to the person next to me. Yeah, but it was just like so rigid silence. So like I I think that's what nice. causes my cold is if I don't talk. Yeah, you get dry because you're not like flexing it. Yeah, that's fair. That sucks though to be in that kind of a scenario. Yeah. What do you do though? Yeah. But um yeah, that's uh yeah. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, it was worth it. Uh, worth all of it. And then uh I just had Uncle Sparky visit for the weekend. So oh, sweet. a few spots, some 
and all some Halifax landmarks and all that. And then we went to Moosehead's home opener last night. That was fun. Nice. And now I'm looking for just rest, just pure fucking rest. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I had a pretty busy week as well. Uh, birthday, obviously, had a yeah. party at my house. It was pretty fun. Happy belated birthday on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, birthday was awesome. We had like a nice party at the house. We were up till like, you know, one of those 5 a.m. nights getting pretty hammed which was a good time and uh crystal part of my gift for my birthday was tickets to go to the first preseason game for the oilers yeah. and it was like um right beside the penalty box first row nice so it was pretty fucking cool to go see that and new new jersey a retro jersey yeah um to go with did you get anyone in the back not yet. I have the option to do so. I think I'm going to go with my own name and my own number. What is your number? 23. That's fucking hilarious. Why? I'm 24. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Different I came reasons. slightly before. Yeah. Different reasons. Like Obviously, it's 23 because of your birthday, right? Yeah. It's that, and it's just always been a number for me. Yeah. Twos and threes, 23. Yeah. So... Uh, um, there's uh, for me, it was uh, Chris Chelios was always my favorite player, so it would always go back between seven and 24, which were his, his numbers in the NHL. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that is actually pretty cool, though, that we have that. You gotta yeah. get your jersey going, we'll have 23 and yeah. 24 sides, probably sweet. Yeah, but no, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, it was just a good, uh, good weekend overall. We had a couple extra days booked off, like Monday, Tuesday. And it was just strictly to chill and like enjoy life. We did some work like around the house. I told you we were going to redo the floors actually on last episode. And we did that turned out pretty good. It was funny. Cause like, it's not perfect, but every single guy who walked in the basement was like, Holy shit, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like spacey kind of looking. But, yeah. So yeah, you got a dope, you got a dope setup at your place. Yeah. It's a pretty good bar. Pretty so, good. Like so how was how was the uh how was the party like it was a good turnout oh yeah yeah everyone that was invited came you know what i mean i wasn't a huge fucking crazy bender by any means but just kept it pretty small but in the end at the end of the night by like three in the morning it was just me kieran ethan and josh left yeah ethan showed up like after work so we lined them up i think i can't remember five or six shots and we never gave him a prairie fire for his 18th birthday. So the last yeah. one was a prairie fire and it was pretty funny. He caught up quick and then was fucking hammered, but yeah, hung, hung with the boys. So it was nice. fun. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It was a good night. Not going to lie. That's for sure. And then, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy after that. Like I said, the next day we were, was pretty much a fucking write off. And then we went to the game, which was on the Sunday. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome being back in the building and seeing like players, you know. It's awesome watching hockey. Again. We won four nothing, so it was nice too, you know, fun. Yeah. Just seeing live hockey. Like I was at the Mooseheads game and it, there's no vibe like quite like it because like these the fans for them are fucking diehard, right? Oh like, yeah. So. It's and, nice when you have that kind of like small town vibe too, I bet. Yeah. And it's it's just so good. And Uncle Sparky had a great time. It, yeah, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good show. Really Sweet. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, talking about hockey, we drafted our teams today. How do you feel you, things went for you? 
I'm okay. I'm I don't like my last pick. My last pick, I was I felt the pressure of the clock and then yeah. I just said a name. And like speak of the devil, that's Morgan calling me right now. That's funny. Um but um yeah, no, I just uh yeah, I, I, at the end of the day I, I I was thinking I should have picked somebody else at the last pick and I was bummed that I didn't. So I might see about getting rid of him later in the season. Well, I don't even know who he is. Who Keller is your Clayton. last pick? Keller, uh, Clayton Keller. Okay, from Arizona, right? Yeah. It's funny yeah. with hockey, you just never know. Honestly, a lot of my picks, I, I tried to diversify a lot this year because last year I had like 80% Oilers and it was not a smart way to go. Yeah. But this year I can say like, my team is very diversified. I tried to pick goalies and defensemen right away too, based on how the point system works. Yeah. So that you'd get like better players in that way, fill in the forwards later. Yeah. You did pretty well in this draft, actually. I was quite impressed with what you picked. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it all pans out. You never know how these things go. A couple of my guys, like you never know, but then there's like the rookies who the movers and the shakers in the NHL can change on the flip of a dime. Right. So I yeah. like where it's at, though. We'll see what happens. Go from there. I have a lot of players. I don't know who the fuck they are, really. They were just high, n- highest next choice on the list. Mm-hmm. So that's fun, too, to be able to get to know, like, a different player, see how they roll. Well, we talked about this before. Like, you bring in so many, like, different players. It adds – it makes you want to watch other hockey games, which is yeah. Cool which is what you want to do but and it just, just keeps you in the loop too when one of your guys has like a fucking five point night you notice you're like holy yeah. shit like look yeah. at this motherfucker and one, one person i was sad to lose was uh gustav forcing so like he's been on my like he was on my team last year and he was on my yeah. team he was on my team the last the year before but like he was a solid pick for me and i was, he was i was just waiting i was just like i'm gonna get him i'm gonna get him right now and then fucking morgan comes and fucking scoops him up for me and that happened a few times was it you that took Kaprizov, Kaprizov? Yeah. I wanted him. He was like, I was like, no one's fucking taking him. No one's fucking taking him. And you were a couple picks before me. So I, on that round, so I was like, fuck Tom. Yeah. He's a, he's a great pick. He's going to be like fucking over a hundred points. I guarantee it. Yeah. And you got lucked out again. Like you got fucking second pick. Like what the shit? It's okay. It's not first, but. Well, whatever. You got, settled, got more points than McDavid last year because yeah. of the way our scoring system works. So I was like, fuck. If I had gotten first, I might have gone with Drysaddle. Like Matthews was tough too because he fucking scored a shitload of goals last year, right? Got lots yeah. of points for that. Yeah. So I think like, he's gonna fall off though. Yeah, I my team is a little bit older. Like I got yeah. Claude Giroux, I have Malkin, I have, I have. Um, Try tested and true though. Any yeah. of those guys can have a solid year, and you know yeah. that. I have the opposite. Yeah. I went with youth. I have like. Tim Stutzel and Trevor Zagrass and Lucas Raymond, Josh Norris, they're all like up and comers. Lafreniere was my last pick. I know it's silly, but I think he's going to fucking come through. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all have, I think it's going to be highly competitive this year. I don't know. I don't know who the favorite is coming out of the draft. No. Obviously, Sam, um, he was the winner last year. And who was it? Yeah. Second, Morgan. Yeah. So it's like hand in hand. Obviously, they're the guys who know this shit better than me and you. Yeah. But I feel confident that I'll I'll place ahead of you again. Oh fuck! Here we fucking go, eh? 
You think you're gonna place ahead of me? Watch, just watch and learn. Buddy. What place were you in when in last year? I can look. I'll look right now. I, I, I can't remember. Second to last. Second to last. Second to last. I was just surprised, like the way that it all played out, because I thought you knew like lots about hockey and stuff. The problem was, the problem was, I made too many trades early on. Yeah, and, like, excuses is hard. Like I don't have many that to come up with. I just yeah. I had some injuries. I guess you were in eleventh, and I was in seventh, so pretty close. Yeah. 7-11. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it'll be fun, though. Yeah. I would, yeah. So, it was just, yeah, it was a, yeah. It was, it's it's going to be a good season this year. Forgive me, I'm a little bit out of it because I'm still, like, trying to. I was I was a little concerned. I was like, are you on drugs? Oh, I'm you on keep DayQuil. Fading. You've been I'm fading on, on me a little. I'm on DayQuil. Nice. Yeah. Are you actually? Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's intense. He's taking drugs to keep going on the pod. That's fucking commitment. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to get by. That's right. Yeah. Um, who's Ekblad? Uh, defenseman for Florida. He's good. Yeah, he was my first defensive pick. Yeah, you stole him from me too. I, I, Did I? I yeah, I thought. And Uyghur, I was like, ever. There's a lot of hype you hear from Alberta because. <laughs> Obviously, they traded Kachuk and got uh, Huberdo and Uyghur, whatever, in the deal. And everyone was, like, hyping Uyghur. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. And it was hard picking a flame, but I had to at the time. I thought it was the best pick at the time. Same with that Mangiapani. He's He has a potential to get some points too, right? Uh, I, I mean, I, I it's going to be in it. Like, I like my – like, I like who I got. I think, like – what I know about my team is that they're all capable of putting pucks in the net. Who was your first pick? Uh, McKinnon. Okay, yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, McKinnon, uh, Kaprizov, Crosby, Krejci. Like I think, like I think I picked up Krejci too early. Yeah, but I think it was a sleeper pick because I think everyone forgot that he came back to the NHL. And then Pedersen, Kadri, Malkin, Hyman, Giroux, McTavish, Toffoli, Keller. My defensemen are Falk, uh, Shea Theodore, Petrangelo, Dougie Hamilton, and then. Bobrovsky and jo- uh, Jonathan Quick. You got a good fucking. A I got, good a, good core. I got yeah. a good core. Yeah. I ended up with Dry Settles, Abenajad, Hugh, uh, Jack Hughes, Trevor Zagras, Tim Stutzel, Lucas Rivers. Show him some fucking respect. Um, Josh Norris, Pierre Luc Dubuis, um, Orion O'Reilly, Mangiapani, uh, Perrin, Perron, how do you say that? I don't know. And then Rob Lafrenier. Yeah. And then Ekblad, Uyghur, Heiskanen, Wierenski, Soros, and Ottinger. Soros, Soros was a good fucking pickup for you. Yeah, I thought so. Ottinger as well, he like really showed in the playoffs that he's a fucking stand-up goalie. I don't know how Dallas is going to perform, but I just I feel good about him as a goalie. Like I think he'll have a good year. Yeah. So, so yeah, cool. no, this is going to be a fun year for the hockey pool. I'm sorry Paul didn't fucking participate. Like I've been trying to reach out to him. It's too bad, yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to reach out to him. Like he didn't answer like the group message I sent. He didn't answer any of the emails, and he didn't answer the fucking singular text I sent him. Shit. So like I don't know, man. Like, hey Paul, are you alive, bud? Yeah, send some love to your cuz so he knows. Jeez, you know. I should have like. See, you told me that it was like fucking cutthroat, and that if people don't show. Like, if you're not ready and fucking, like, then you're cut. You're not going to get to play this year because there's people waiting in line. 
So I was going to like invite Josh into yeah. it, like, cause he would totally play and other, like, I know other people who like Kieran might've even have been into it to play for a year. And, uh, but it didn't feel that vibe that there was any space. So I was like, Oh, whatever. But then when we got into it, it was like, Oh, there's three people less this year. Like what the fuck? Oh, well, man, we could have like, you know yeah. what I mean? No, it would have been great to get Josh in it. It would have been great. Like, like had we known like any of these last minute stuff, we could have gone yeah. off other players, but like it is what it is, right? We should have used like the hockey pool thing and set up like a list, a going list to say who was in it so that we knew if there were spots available or whatever. Not a big deal. Next year though, it's like we can grow it instead of shrinking it, right? Yeah, exactly. More money to win, more and less players to pick from. It makes it more interesting in ways too. Like going up to 12 forwards today was like holy shit when you look at your top nine you're like that's pretty pretty decent then you yeah. see your top 12 and you're like yeah it's okay it's not it's not too bad but it adds a lot of depth like in like uh chemistry to the formula i guess yeah so like it just gets you more more stoked for the hockey season i'm in another hockey pool coming out for like for work yeah and i'm gonna see how i do there as well so that'll be that'll be interesting nice i got I got kicked out of my football pool week two because of fucking Browns. So that's too bad. That's over and done with. Good try, at least. At least you uh, got in there and did your best, you know? Yeah. It sucks when you lose. But next year. Yeah. Football is such a short season. It's crazy. I guess the Blue Jays are like in the playoffs, I heard. Yeah, they just clinched. Yeah, that's nice. Good for the sport for Canada, for sure. Lots of going on with that kind of stuff. Hockey's about to start full swing now. I think 10 days away until the Oilers puck drop, I believe. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked for the year ahead. Yeah, some good... Some good times ahead of us. I was sad when Kane got picked. I was hoping to get him on my team. He was like there late, and he was like my next guy, and he got scooped up just before me. It's like fuck. Next time, yeah. What do you got going on now for the week ahead? Anything crazy? Um, honestly, I'm just hoping to coach football. I have football games, uh, two football games this weekend. There's a Moosehead game on the Saturday night. I might see about I would see about getting selling my tickets for it though. Oh, nice. Um, mostly because I just I just want to relax. Like, I yeah, just, it's been like I just want to go ahead, do my job, do my thing, go home, and then go to bed at a decent hour. Rinse, repeat. It, it's I like this was like a rough week of like you go in and then you pick up a class. Like it's not like it's a new. Like they've already been there for a week, so I'm starting someone else's class. Yeah. And so you you have to get the feel of like where they are, and then like it was a short week. It was like four, uh, four days, uh, four days on, and then there was the uh, what what was the uh, the reconciliation day? I think it's called. Yeah. So truth and reconciliation day. Yeah. So we had that, and. Like and then Sparky came in, so like it's just been go 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 every day. And Sparky doesn't sleep in, so like I, you know, he wakes up and you're like, "All right, what do you want to do today?" And like, "All right, we'll meet up. We'll do this, 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 and the next thing." That's sweet. That must have been fun. Were you like, did you get affected by the hurricane weather at all? I dodged it completely. Yeah. <laughs> like I was still away when it happened. 
Yeah. And I was in Montreal and I came back the day after. And um um and then uh is um and then the fact that like like you saw the destruction like there was a bunch of streets that nearby me that were closed off for all the trees and all of that stuff that were gone. Yeah. Um and then uh um uh, and then like everyone like lost power but when I came home I had power back and I had I I had like everything was fine, just it looked well, like that's good that you weren't really affected yeah. by it. Then that's yeah, good. I, I kind of dodged it completely. I didn't live it. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's kind of crazy. Um, like obviously, I told you I've been playing disc golf and shit like that. There's a couple of courses in PEI where they just had like the worlds or something like that, or nationals. Yeah. I don't know which it was, but both courses got completely obliterated. Oh shit. Like just wiped out completely. So on one of the sites, there's like a fundraiser going on to try to raise money to uh rebuild the courses, and they've already reached their goal of twenty thousand or just about reached their goal of twenty thousand in a couple of days. So it's kind of cool to see that kind of thing already, like the rebuild with stuff like that, you know, that yeah. little things like that, you don't always think about how it can get replaced, but it's crazy how they live in an area where something can just be wiped out like that overnight, right? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And like you like you should see it. Like I took Uncle Sparky to like a, a local park this morning and you can see like huge tree trunks that were just like ripped out of the fucking ground. Right? It's insane. Yeah, like like two like the damage that two hundred kilometer an hour winds can actually do is just have you ever been in a hurricane? No. Okay. Uh, just curious. I, I lived through the ninety eight ice storm in Montreal. Right. Yeah, was that a big thing? It was huge. A lot of people lost power. It was, you know, it's it a was, vague memory. It was like a dangerous time, and then like it was just a bad, uh, yeah, it was like a bad time in 1998, and that's it. Mm. There was a tornado that came through Barrie, Ontario, when I lived there, and it like I think we were something happened, like the power went out. That's what it was. And so my dad and mom packed us into the, all of us kids into the car, and uh, we went to go get takeout food because we didn't have power. Mm-hmm. And someone stopped my dad along the highway and said that a tornado had like literally just whipped through, and that's why the power had gone out. And my dad was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, but it's gone already because we just went out for a drive. Yeah, but like I, like I remember, like, like I think on like the last day of the ice storm, we were on our way to go to like a hotel or something, and like the cops came to our house going, "You can't stay here. You gotta go." Like it was, it was like that bad crazy like i burned my uh eyebrows off during the 98 ice storm because we had no power so we only have candlelight and i was like reading a book and i was just burned my fucking eyebrows off wow, tom that sucks you I were just eight. a wee like little child with that eight yeah exactly so mm-hmm. live and learn hopefully yeah yeah um no that's cool i haven't been through anything too crazy though like to actually say like i've been through some pretty intense storms but no hurricanes no tornadoes like firsthand witnessing it'd be pretty cool to see like the force of nature in a way that wasn't super destructive to humanity (laughs) yeah no exactly like i i mean i've lived through the worst i lived through was the 98 ice storm uh and then like i'm sure there's some other things that are coming down the fucking pike so i'll let i'll keep you in the I'll keep you in the I'll keep you in the know for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You live in a place now where that is part of life in ways. 
Interesting though. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I haven't uh I didn't finish uh She Hulk yet. I haven't started Andor yet. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've gotten into any of those yet. Yeah. Good. I like it. Um, yeah. What is starts... Andor? Like where is it? I so, don't I just So it takes place five years before Rogue One. Okay. Do you see Rogue One? Oh yeah. So it takes years five years before that, and then I guess it's how he became a member of the rebellion. It's not bad so far. It's a little slow okay. start, but it's not bad. I like so I'm on board. Why not? It's like nine episodes or twelve episodes. I can't remember which. And then She Hulk is just great. I love She Hulk. Yeah. People get, keep getting upset because Daredevil hasn't been in it yet. And I was like, guys, it's called She Hulk. It's not fucking Daredevil. Yeah. He'll show up. How much, uh, like, how many episodes was it? I thought it was just six. No, it's uh, nine. Oh, okay. Shit. So there's more than I didn't realize it was still running. I thought it was done. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I'll have to catch up. It took, uh, like, a couple different directions on me there. So I was, yeah. I didn't get into one of the episodes. I had to stop. How about uh, Lower Decks? Are you caught up on that? I think so. What was the last episode of Lower Deck? It was like the cool ass throwback to something we haven't seen since like 2001 or whatever when DS9 ended. I might be behind on I might be behind on Lower Decks. Okay. Nothing to do with Deep Space 9 you've seen? Um I know that they did the last one I saw is uh they're doing the What's his name is two personalities, and then the earlier one came out. The reflect it was like the reflection episode. You're losing me. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, who's the dude with the the? the oh, the guy? cyborg. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had like a di- different personality. It was like who? Yeah, that was the week before. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. the week before. Cool. So I yeah. have an episode of Lower Decks to watch. This you do. Perfect. That was a cool episode, though. I like the idea, <laughs> like the way it uh, showed that character's development. Yeah, I too can't remember his name right now, but um, he fucking interesting character. I love Lower Decks; it's a fucking awesome show, and they can show you a lot of things. There's like in the next episode, there's a lot of like throwbacks, and it's fucking awesome. I'm excited for you to watch that one. They like yeah. really, really like hit it for me. I was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome, and it just made even some of the more like the characters on lower decks liked even more in my eyes, which is a nice statement to be able to say. So. No. Well, very good. Like I, I like what they're doing with lower decks. It's, 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 it's such a fun show. It's, it's very, very comical. It's, it's everything I want from like, like, like if Star Trek was a comedy. And yeah, exactly. And then they make fun of everything. They reference everything. Oh, yeah. It's nonstop, the stuff that they do, which is great. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, did, you, did you see the big news in the MCU? Uh, Deadpool Wolverine, I'm assuming. Deadpool Wolverine, man. It's fucking happening. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty fucking sweet. I'm trying so hard, Thomas, not to be overly excited just in case. But I just like, how can you not be overly excited about this one? Deadpool has not let us down. Like, you know, two films and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and like their bromance in real life. And it's just, 
everything about this screams we're gonna get what we always wanted to see as kids and it's just i don't know i just i just want to know how they're gonna do it so because you know that in 2029 wolverine dies yeah so we're we not also know that there's a multiverse yes so i'm wondering if deadpool starts off with this thing and wolverine's in like a good chunk of the beginning and then Deadpool gets sent to another universe, and that's the MCU. But like, I'm just curious on how. Like, I'm just my. I was actually on Earth eight nine four again uh, last night talking about Wolverine in Deadpool yeah. amongst fucking a lot of things. We were, a lot of shit was discussed yesterday. It went all over the fucking place. But um, yeah, watching that and just like the excitement just the excitement and the fact that Hugh Jackman's coming back and it's something that everyone kind of wants to see so I don't know if we're going to see Hugh Jackman in like the uniform like the costume but like I'm fucking here for it I'm here for everything they're going to do Let's, yeah it's no matter what we know that it's going to be good I feel like yeah. I, anything they give us even if it's 30 minutes long and they don't do a full movie we would be like screaming for more. If it's three hours, we'll probably be screaming for more. Cause I feel like the dialogue alone, like the fight scenes between the two of them, I don't know if there'll be like a common enemy or if they're just going to be hunting each other, the whole movie that too, yeah. you know, like they could just do so many different ways. They could do it like, like a multiverse episode where they just show different interactions of different Deadpool Wolverines over and over and over again too, where it's like, I don't know. Like there's so many options, like and then like it's a fun way to introduce uh, introduce the X Men into the MCU uh, one way or another, and like I'm just curious to see how this works, and I also want to see She Hulk and Deadpool coexist because they both break the fourth wall, and that'd be fun. Yeah, um, the cameos yeah. will be interesting if there is. I'm assuming there will be. You know what I mean? Like, what direction? How do they tell that story? It'll it'll be fun to watch. That's yeah. for sure. You gotta love Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman the way that they portray their characters, right? Yeah, they like they. Honestly, I'm just happy that we're gonna see this in real life. I'm happy that we're gonna see Wolverine in the MCU. I just I can't wait. Super super duper agree with you, sir. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be fun. All of it is just mind-blowing that we're getting all these things that we've always wanted. And it's these guys that have fought for it to give it to us, right? So mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman obviously said he wasn't going to play. He was done, but he's not done anymore. So, I wonder how know. shredded he's going to get for this one. Yeah. Do you think he's going to put in all that fucking effort again? Because that was a big reason why he stopped, right? It was just like, I have to get so fucking shredded to be Wolverine. And it's like it's a lot of fucking work and I don't blame him. Like, yeah, he might either. He was on a kick already because he was obsessed with like that lifestyle from having done it already. Or he's like, fuck it. CGI me. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? It's just, um, no, some good things. There's some cool things coming down the pike and I'm excited. Yeah. So it was a fun announcement for sure. And I like that, that, like, anything can be announced. This is why, like, I don't believe any of, like, the rumors or, like, I was saying yesterday on the Earth 894, like, a well-known liar is Kevin Feige. Yeah. Wrong. I love Kevin Feige, and he he's responsible for all the joys I have in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But he does say things, and then later things become 
things he says become the opposite of just so like there's a rumor going on that we might get Ben Grimm in She-Hulk and until She-Hulk ends I'm hoping that we get that yeah so and the rumor is that Ben Grimm is going to be played by Jason Siegel. do you know who Ben Grimm is no he's the thing in uh, Fantastic Four okay that makes sense yeah so but then like there's a whole bunch of things like, like, like there's a whole bunch of things that have been misleading about She-Hulk and like that's why everyone's like is everyone's on the fence about it because they don't know where the show's going and that's where I kind of love it I'm just like I love that I don't know I love that it's been unpredictable I kind of like and every show has just been entertaining so I think it's just been fun yeah no I agree with you on most of what I've seen so far yeah that's what I'm like it's so crazy the era that we're in all the shows all the like we've talked about this lots obviously marvel just being where it's at right now but everything there's so much like star wars is just like here's another show star trek here's another show here's we're just gonna keep you in shows because we have so many shows now that we can just line them up so we'll give you a little break between each one but we have so many here's another here's another have another it's like fucking insane I just can't, I can't keep up. And I love that I can't keep up because you just have an endless stream. And then you have like the other little shows in between like um, Stranger Things that like I, you haven't caught up on that yet, but fuck was that good. And uh, I don't know. There's just so much. It's it's overwhelming. And fucking yeah, it it, There's so much cool stuff going on. I mean, there's, I want to get into the ring of power. I got to get into the game of Thrones. It's just, there's so much right now that you can only commit to so many things. House of Dragons is, a, is kind of a snooze fest. And, is uh, it? Because a lot of people fucking love it right now. I just don't see it. Like, I don't know what the fuck they love about it. I find it so boring. And it's just like conjecture over and over and no, like, I don't know. To me, like, there's some good parts, but now they've jumped 10 years into the future and changed all the actors and shit. So it's like mm. really fucked up. And like, when you like the actors or actresses and then they're different, you know, I don't know. We'll yeah. see how it goes, but. I'm not like fucking sold on it automatically just because it has Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones name behind it. You know what I mean? If you're looking at it as a standalone show so far, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I guess it's not knocking my fucking socks off. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. You know, who knows? Like, I don't understand why, like, like I get, I do understand why it's a fucking cash trap for HBO. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't HBO just let it finish like the first time properly, like giving it proper, like the proper the appropriate amount of like episodes and all that fun stuff? Exactly. Well, yeah. And it's like, how do you like? I don't know. You've bitched about HBO in the past too about some of the decisions they make and how they just throw things away. And it's annoying how, like, why you're already getting ready to tell seven other stories but you're not focusing on the one that you're already telling. You know what I mean? It's like, that's annoying too. At least with Marvel, when they're telling you one story, yeah, sure. It's, you know, you might not get everything you want at the beginning, but they're still like telling a valuable story in the meantime. Yeah. Rings of power. I haven't gotten into yet at all. I'm saving it, but I'm going to get to it for sure as well. I want to do like a rewatch of all of it kind of i'm stuck right now i want to show crystal like one of these shows a fantasy show i'm stuck between game of thrones harry potter and lord of the rings 
Yeah. She hasn't seen any of any of them. So I'm like, which one is the power pack one that I want to go with? Like mm-hmm. Harry Potter's just the movies, you know, nine movies or whatever it is total now or 10. Um, no, it's mo- maybe the most reasonable one to get into, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's um, what would you pick of those three? Um, I think out of commitment, I would go with Harry Potter. Yeah, eight movies were all available on Crave, so you can yeah. just bang them all out. Like, there's a time commitment for for Lord of the Rings because if you're gonna do it, do the extended cut, do everything. Fucking. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's the thing, and then. That's three movies at the same kind of fucking time length of the fucking eight movies of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's a good point. And then you got to do the Hobbit afterwards <laughs> as well, too, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't and have to do the, the Hobbit. Power. Like I did the Hobbit, and it's it's all right. Like it didn't I didn't make, mind it. Know, it was an okay story. I watched it. Yeah, but uh, like having read the book and like and then like they made it into three movies when like they could have just did it in one. Yeah, you think so? I didn't I read so. uh, the book, so I don't know. I've only read The Hobbit. I got. I'm slowly but surely gonna read all of the Lord of the Rings. Except they're fucking hard. They're a hard read. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, you got to so. really be in the right mindset, and it's so many characters too, right? Yeah. So that's my like three year plan is one one of those books in a year. See if I can do it. Nice. That'd be fun. Because they're hard. It's fun to set up little goals like that. I like I support that for sure. Yeah. But no, but I think my choice for you would be Harry Potter. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And I haven't like I still have to see that. I've seen the other two. So that's why it'd be fun to discover that yeah. at, at the same time. <coughs> yeah. But the other thing is too is like Harry Potter is actually worth reading, man. Like the books are so much better. And like I was a guy that I never read the books. I saw all the movies and I liked the movies. And I was cool with it. Then I got into a debate with someone about Harry Potter. And then I made my points. And then they're like, you don't have a leg to stand on because you never read the books. And I said, I'll be right with you. And I read all the books. And then I continued my debate going, no, no, no. I fucking read all the books. Now listen, hear you. I stand by my points. All right. So that's a lot of gusto to go read all the books just to kick some ass. Yeah. Well, you know, the things you got to do, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking rights. I support that fully. I'm a man of integrity, sir. Indeed. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So well, uh, I have one other thing. Sorry, we we kind of like went off hockey there, but you're wearing your Montreal hat. You excited for the season ahead, Montreal? How are they going to do this year? I think they're going to do all right. I don't like. I don't know about goaltending, but I like our coaching, and I like our. I like what's in front of the net. Yeah. So, you got some good up and comers too. Like, yeah, they they did make some moves in the off season, right? Like that yeah. were decent. So, yeah. So I'm 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 interested to see how that goes. Cool. So, yeah, we didn't yeah. really talk about that. Obviously, I'm fucking soaked, hyped yeah. to shit for the Oilers. I'm hoping yeah. nobody picked up Stuart Skinner in our pool. Jack Hughes got picked up pretty early, but Skinner's. I don't know. Campbell? I got my eyes on him, huh? And Jack Campbell. I'm talking Skinner though too. Jack know, Campbell you got said Jack Hughes. Did I? I'm gonna yeah. say Jack Campbell. Yeah, I fucked that up. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't take him earlier. To be honest, I was waiting for you to. I was waiting for Sean to be like, "I'll take this Oiler." I know this Oiler, and oh no, I did it again. 
I was gonna like if they were still there by the time I got to when it was the right time to pick them, I was gonna take them. Like nurse got scooped up. I was like, okay, whatever, that's not a big deal. Hyman got taken. I was like, ah, fuck. I got Hyman. He was a good pick. I know. I, I he was on my. I was about to take him next. Every time, like Kane, it was the same way. If it had made it to me, I was gonna take him, but it didn't. So I was, and like, I like that too because if I learned anything from last year don't fucking pick all all of your team because yeah. a it puts a lot of pressure on your team <laughs> to, to yeah. perform and be, also like, if your team doesn't perform like be, if they have a rough day that is a lot of people on your team have all it. your players yeah if you get shut out that night you're fucked like yeah. and it happened like we didn't perform as well as i would have liked that parts of the season and then you're like man i just like i had eight Oilers out of fucking 15 players for a while there. Right. So, yeah. And like you get to your games played in a pool when it's all on the same team, you have a lot less games played. A lot can happen in any game. So it's good to just edge your bets. I don't have too many repeats. Like, and I did that intentionally, but also just kind of like by chance too. Uh, there was a couple repeats. Like I have two people from Detroit and uh, two people from either way. It's what do you do? New York yeah. was the other one. Sorry. He took Zegers away from me. I, I wanted him too. Yeah. And when they said he was injured lower body, I was like, fuck, I hope he heals up quick because I'm keeping him. Like yeah. he's going to be a hundred point player in my opinion. Yeah. He's got some fucking talent. He did well for me last season. Uh, a few guys that I wanted to get again this year. Troy Terry, I wanted back. I wanted Kairu. Uh, I lost him. Yeah. But, uh, I wanted Forsling back. I'm fucking, I'm a little bit butthurt that Morgan fucking took him. That's funny, yeah. Yeah. No, I have a completely different team than I had last year. Other than Jack Hughes, I picked him up again because he was good and still available at the time. Yeah. I think he's going to have a fucking good year too. He's a good good breakout kid. Yeah. Perron, I didn't know. I don't know how he's going to do David Perron. That was a questionable pick. Yeah. Sorry, we got right back into the hockey. Perfect. Uncle Sparky on his plane, so he's all set. Nice. Did you listen back to the episode with him? I haven't listened to it yet. I have a hard time re-listening. Yeah, I listened to it. It was pretty fun. It was a good one. Like, like I know how I felt after we did that one, and I was like one of my favorite episodes we did. Sweet. But I always have a hard time listening to an episode that we've done. Because I don't want to hear me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I get into it and forget that it's us. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, these guys are so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. But you can check me out later this week on Earth894 if you want to listen to me more. Yeah, sounds good. I will. Yeah. It's I still little... haven't listened to the previous episode you did with them, sadly. Yeah. I'll get on that. They're good guys. Yeah. Good guys. And once we figure out if we're going to stick with uh, Zoom or move on, we might get uh, move on to what they use. Well, I'd like to have them on a few guys. That'd be I'd fun like to have on. Yeah, we talked about that. It's good for the community. Get some people going. You've done a good job of reaching out to others and stuff like that, which is nice. Yeah, man, it's good. Uh, I'm actually going to be on another one next weekend uh, called Lights Camera Rant with Lee something. I don't know his last name. Nice. But he he does like a solo podcast out of like Australia, so I'm gonna be. How'd you get hooked up with that? Just through Instagram. Just, just through Instagram, man. Just like you, you know, you reach out, you talk to them, like you, and then you you like listen to a few of their podcasts. Like they're fucking good. Like I, 
like they're they're entertaining like there's a lot of stuff that's all pop cultural based and like what i do like is you and i kind of hit all over the place it's yeah uh, like it's more of like you and i just talking to each other than it is anything else Mm. we can uh, hit anything and that's what makes it good for having guests too is that we can literally fucking talk about anything or have anyone on as a guest to be Mm. in any direction right yeah Actually, I have a question for you. So, are you the kind of guy to intervene when you see an injustice? And let me explain the injustice. Say hypothetically. Kieran is getting scolded by his old lady for nothing he did wrong. In fact, he did everything he could to, to not be have her upset yeah she's already upset are you the kind of person to intervene and speak up on defense of your friend while this is happening publicly in front of you are we talking like the and like your friend in this scenario has been completely disarmed by this person so they no longer have it like within their volition to be able to argue like they're, they look defeated or like how are how is your friend like is your friend winning it seems the like the friend is just taking it yeah, okay, 100%. I've already done this many times in life. I can't stay silent if I see an injustice. And, like, whether it be a small one or a big one, uh-huh. there's been times where I don't even, like, my thought process afterwards be, why the fuck did I do that? But I can't help it. I just jump in. like, And that's happened where I'm seeing a friend, like, who's tried to do the right thing. And, like, you're like, hey, like, honest, okay, shut the fuck Like, no, they, he tried to fucking apologize. You don't want to accept his apologize? Guess what? Fuck you. And then I'll get, like, really worked up see, in see, that scenario. Like, I, I, I bear witness to a couple having a tiff, and my friend is married to this lady. And things that may not have been his fault become his fault. And then she goes ahead and treats him like garbage afterwards. Can I just interject for one just a t- yeah. tiny second? It's a different scenario than you painted to me just because it's a, like a stranger. When it's like their significant other and it's like a couple fight, continue. Different. Yeah. Just different. But like, well, like, it's it was like there, but like, I'm bearing witness to this. And I know for a fact that this guy did everything he possibly could to make rectify every scenario and it may not have been his fault in fact it could have been her fault why things went awry yeah and i witnessed this and all i want to do is be like hey can you just be fucking reasonable yeah and like it was also it's not my relationship no like i don't it's not I use Kieran as an instance, yeah. but I'm not as close to the person as you and Kieran are. Yeah, so I for can't, sure. So Let I me can't. say this. like, If I am very, very good at using tactical comedy to lighten up intense situations. So if I saw, if, I, if it was going to ruin my time because of like this couple having this tiff and you're like, I think I can sort this out with some humor and lighten the situation. Then I might try to interject just to like save face for both of them to be like, guys, like I'm trying to have fun here, but I also lose my patience with other couples, especially if I'm not like super sweet. Like if they're like third, fourth string friends, you know? Yeah. And then they're just like trying to ever, they're all trying to bring their drama onto your entire rest of your group. Then it's tough. That's a tough one to not to stay silent, I guess. Right. Yeah, it is tough, and it like, and then like the group that I was with started to see 
this person in a whole new light because no matter what he did, it would just seem that he was just doing things wrong. And that's like, harsh. Yeah. It is a hard thing to fucking witness. Yeah. That would be a tough one. And I don't know if like get the right answer there is because sometimes when people walk their past, you've got to let them fucking figure shit out on their own. You can't be like, just do that. You know, you can't just say, cause like shit can turn really Ari really quick. If you're like, you interject and you say, Hey man, like, you know, and then she's like, fuck this fucking guy, kick his ass. You know, it can go like really badly, really quickly. If it's not. Yeah, because it also immediately the guy's going to side with his wife. Right. It's a, you have a, to. And there's some guy like being aggressive saying, well, no, you're wrong. Cause it's aggressive. If you're like creating an argument, then it becomes like a whole other situation depending on how good of friends you are. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't even do that with Kieran if him and his woman were fighting. And I was yeah. like, even if he's wrong, or it depends on the scenario, how long they've been together, all that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. How about, you know, each of them. But it, it, if someone it, was being really mean, I feel like I would be able to take them aside and be like, I think you're just being like really fucking mean right now. Yeah. And you should just like think about this before we carry on because you're yeah. not just impact, like trying to like level with them, you know? Yeah, it is. It's a hard thing to bear witness and then to like, because it happens in front of you. Um, and then it was, it, it, you want to, like, it's one of those things where you have to act like it's not happening. That's tough. Yeah, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that either. I was just like, fuck it. I'm like really good at making things awkward for like comedic value. So yeah. if someone's making something really awkward in front of me, I might do something obnoxious and awkward to trump what they're doing just to take focus away from that out of that room into the other room, which can sometimes fix that room, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's it's a tough one. Yeah, I hate I think, it. I hate yeah. when couples are fighting in front of you and you're just like everyone else there is like, oh, this fucking sucks. And then you're just what either you stay silent and don't do anything or you're like, like, it's really I've been there. I've been there. And there's times where I just had to be silent because it is like not your place to say it. But I want to. And then I'll just change the subject. You know, that's my best thing I can do. Yeah. That was just one of those things. we just like. People are glutton for their own punishment in life. If you gotta like, they're in that situation, they must enjoy certain aspects of that situation. So yeah, because this was a bit of a fucking brutal scenario, and I'm happy that it's over and done with. But like, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, did I, you? What did you do? I said nothing. I went. I'm gonna go over there now. Yeah, and it just. Avoid it. That's a good strategy in that scenario. What do you do, right? Well, because like, yeah, and then like you're just in this like place, like like it's one of those things, like not my place, but also like, yeah, that so, sucks. I, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on that. I had to be vague as possible, but yeah, that was. Very... It's eye opening with that kind of shit. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, you weren't too vague. It's just like painting that scenario in life. And it doesn't mean you're talking about any one scenario, any one person. There could have been multitudes of the situation because yeah. that's just the way couples in life work. Sometimes he could have even have been you. The were the people that were involved in the situation, not others. But yeah, it's tricky. I uh, I like to speak up if I can. If it's like a good friend of mine and I don't know their significant other, then it becomes more like hard. You know, and that's the other thing too. Like, like you barely know that person, so like, what can you get away with in that book, right? For sure. 
And it's like, if you're with your person and you know them for very long too, then you could like, I don't know, there's just so many directions it could go. And I guess like avoidance is probably the best thing you can do sometimes in those scenarios, because it's not your fucking business. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to get stabbed because someone else was fighting with their significant other. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I guess it depends on the spice level. If you're, if you say this happened, okay. And then you go on another excursion of some kind, it happens again. Now Mm. you're on your third excursion. It's been two years of time between these other two and you're on a third one. Mm. I think that you're not going to be able to stay silent anymore, you know, because by that point, it just ruins your friendship with that person, the person A too. Cause you're like, if if you have person B treating you like this all this time and through all this, how, how do you be around that? Right. Yeah you sometimes have to cut people out of your friend group because of their significant other, because you're like, fuck, I can't deal with this person. It's too much. Oh no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it becomes like a toxic thing. Like, yeah. And then he goes to like, you get an invite going like, Hey man, you want to go do this thing? And you're like, Hey, is your partner going to be there? And you're like, yeah. Well, yeah, I suddenly can't make it. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. No, and that's the reality too, right? It's what you want to drag. What do you want to, as a friend to, what are you going to drag your friends through? Cause you must be aware of it happening. You know what I mean? And it's like, how do you invite, like, if you say, you know, you're, you're in a toxic relationship and you guys just are fucking harsh with each other and shit on each other all the time. And then you invite a friend over like what the fuck, like you're the one bringing this person into the situation. Like, is yeah. you inviting me here? Are you asking me for help? Is that yeah. why you brought me over? Because like, if you need me to help you, like you just say, and I'll like try to help defend you and shit. But like, you gotta like know that you're inviting me into this. So at some point, if you keep inviting me into this toxic scenario, I, I, who I am, cannot fucking stay silent in the night. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was a it was a weird event that I saw, and I was just. Yeah, like yeah. I know that they don't listen to the podcast, but on the off off chance that, God forbid, like this is the one they choose to listen to, you know, being vague as possible. Yeah, you didn't say any fucking names, yeah. so we don't even know if this is in Greece, in Montreal, in Toronto, in Edmonton. Could have been five years ago. Could have been one year ago. Okay. We don't fucking know. Yeah, if you think it's you, how big is your fucking head? Like, also, if no, no, but if you think it's you, reevaluate your relationship, please. <laughs> There's like 47 downloads tomorrow, and they're yeah, going, just like, like a whole oh, bunch fuck. of fucking people I know. Tom getting divorced. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, but oh. then you're opening the doors for new love. So yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny navigating life and being around people. You never know what's going to like just Set be a off. normal night and what's going to end up with some crazy fucking person ruining your time. So yeah. do? don't be crazy. Don't fucking ruin people's time. That's what you do. <laughs> don't make it about yourself. Stop being selfish. Yeah, stop being selfish. Unless it's like your birthday. Because then it's your party and you can cry if you want to. Exactly. But... Um, have you been watching anything of, like new as of late? Like I watched the new Hocus Pocus. Have you checked that out? No, I heard it was a thing. I got. I'm gonna watch it. Getting yeah. somewhat. Did you of like the original? 
it was a kid's movie when I was a kid. It was okay. Like I, I watched it, rewatched it a couple years ago and it was still, it had its moments, you know, it was like kind of funny at times and like nostalgia in a way. I, I find it holds up more than other like kids movies. Yeah. You can still watch it for sure. Yeah. Like it's one of those, like there's something for the whole family in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, tales like that are nice for sure yeah so i watched the new hocus pocus and i rather enjoyed it like it was a nice like coming of age tale and like was it necessary no what, what am i happy they made it absolutely yeah no for sure why not yeah disney's done pretty good for themselves with giving us what we want lately yeah so as long as like Deadpool three is fucking R rated R, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited too. No, I, I haven't done a whole lot of watching. I watched a weird musical the other night called Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. It was really fucking weird. I'll say that. It was like a student who um right was writing a letter to himself that his therapist told him to write like about life. And someone else steals that note and thinks that it's about them. So then they go home and they end up killing themselves. And then they're found with this note in their pocket. And they think that it was them writing a note to that person, but it was actually this person writing the note to themselves. So then he gets sucked into their like life because they're sad. Their son's gone. And he starts dating the sister of the guy who died and like pretending that he was his friend. Yeah. And then it all kind of like blows up in his face and there's like singing throughout different parts, but it was kind of fucked up. Not what I expected. I was. It was like an interesting watch, I'll say. But it's like a touring musical, I guess, at now as well. So yeah, it was interesting to at least know what the fuck people are talking about when you see something like that. But it was very different. I'll say that too. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just weird shit. I don't know. I haven't watched anything too like captivating lately. I keep trying to get into the Orville and I fucking get like half an episode in and fall asleep. So I just got halfway through uh, the one you were telling me about where he goes back in time to like meet that girl. How do you fall shit. asleep during that one? That one's like, I was, it, was fucking so, it was so late and I just got to the point where they like tracked down kind of where he was and they were going to go try to find him. So I don't know anything past that, but like you had told me a little bit about it. So I'm like, mm. I'm excited to fucking watch it. And I woke up and was like, fuck. Mm. Yeah, that one is no. fucking like that. One, lots of like good shit to watch. Yeah, that one makes you like it, it's a thinker because like who's right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, no, it's good. Um, lots of shit on the horizon, which is nice too. Lots of new movies coming out, which are good, and lots of new shows that are going to be continuing to roll. I really want you to catch up on Lower Decks now because. I was ready to discuss that. Sorry about that. I honestly, I thought I had caught up on that. I was. It happens. That happened to me a couple weeks ago with She-Hulk, where you're like, "This happened." I was like, "Wait, fuck! I haven't seen that." Yeah. But yeah, we watched Big Brother, and it ended recently, and it was fucking just a real fucking annoyance of a show. I don't know that we're going to continue to watch it anymore because of how this season all unfolded and everything. It was a lot, a lot, yeah, another, yeah. a lot to talk about for another day because I don't want to get into it right now. But just stupid fuck for anybody out there who did watch it. I thought it was fucking stupid. So there's that. And yeah. now I'm done like a three hour commitment every week, which is nice too. Nice. 
I only did Big Brother once. Like I got into it for a season because a whole bunch of friends got into it. Yeah. And then I didn't do it ever again. Fair enough. Like, I watch been... like Canada and US and it's pretty yeah. fun. Like it's a good distraction at times through the weeks, but then I other times I just like I've gone through patches when it first came out. I watched it like one and two and then ten and eleven and then I've watched the last couple seasons now. So there's like twenty four or some shit like that. Do you have a showcase? Yeah. So I started watching this show called um The Resort. Okay. And it has uh, Chidi from um, The Good Place. Okay. Um, and the mother from How I Met Your Mother, Kristen, uh, Christina Maloney. Okay. Maloney? Yeah. I'm, you're saying her name wrong. It's Maloney. Um, you're right. Maloney. And um, what it is is, like, this this couple has been 10, ten years together. And, like, I think, like, they're at a stagnant point in the relationship. Yeah. But then whilst on vacation, the wife finds an old cell phone of someone that disappeared and it opens this disappearance case wide fucking open. And now she wants to solve it. And like, there's like comedy, but there's also like a mystery to it. It's kind of addictive. So I've been watching that. It's like three episodes deep so far. It's if you can do some on demand with that. That's uh, I think I really like her, like yeah. as an actress. So I would definitely check that out. Um, have you heard of the new Jeffrey Dahmer documentary? Not the documentary, but the show. Oh, it's a show. Yeah, sorry, it's, but it's like based on all the events and shit. I, yeah. I'm curious. It's fucking all the rave right now. Everyone's like going off on it, but I yeah. haven't. Like, it's also dark as fuck. I hear, so I'm like, mm. I have to be in a special place for that. And I, yeah, like, like that's the thing. Like, I feel I've been like curious. I was like, maybe we'll murderers so much that I have a hard time. Like, this shit was real, and people are going to this for entertainment. Yeah, you're right. Like. It's really fucked. That, in like that, that kind of bugs me, like a little bit. You know what I mean? I get that. Just, like the fact that, like, I'm not saying all women, but a vast majority of women, fucking love murder shows for sure. And it frightens me a little bit <laughs> because why? I still haven't watched Making of a Murderer. I even thought that that was too fucked up to watch, and like Tiger King as well. Like, I you want to watch it, but then when it's true. It's like not fantasy. You know, like we see horrible killers and like the fucking Star Wars and shit that we watch. Oh, I can watch seven. I can watch seven any day of the week. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a fucking fictional story. Yeah. When you see and hear what people actually had to go through and actually survived and went through that shit's pretty fucking haunting. Yeah. I've made the mistake a few times of reading up on history and on certain cultures and shit. And I'm like, oh man, why did I read up on that? Because now like I'm gonna think about that for the next fucking year. Yeah. But at the same time, it can be intriguing too, just how like how history unfolded. Like yeah. I watched the OJ Simpson and OJ Simpson like documentary about what happened. And it, as an adult, it was fucking crazy rewatching it to be like learn what happened. And you're just like, holy fuck, like he killed he fucking killed her. Oh show. Yeah just interesting you know like that's what would be interesting about watching it is like how it happened why it happened you know like yeah no i uh, i agree it's just the 
it, it, it's just the reality of it all like and it, like to go into that and like i like the actor that's playing jeffrey dahmer he played quicksilver in the uh yeah x-men movies and then kind of did it again in wandavision yeah. then, he, then he was ralph boner like uh what is it peter evans something like that something like that i don't evan think that's peters? quite it evan peters maybe maybe that's it but, yeah he's an interesting looking feller yeah it's uh it's a hard thing for me to do to go through it like to know what these terrible people did and then you're going to show me what they did like yeah it's like enough. one thing like when quinn tarantino tells you about like his like once upon a time on hollywood you're gonna go through like <laughs> that was fucking funny you it's a retelling of a fucking hollywood story yeah so, I didn't know what the fuck that was all about. I had no idea. I watched that like not that long ago. And in the end, you're just like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, but that's not what actually happened, right? No, I know. But the whole build up to like of that fucking movie, you're like waste like an hour and 45 minutes of your fucking life because it's not that great of a movie. But then that like the scene where it kicks off, it made the rest of the fucking movie like it was a pretty fucking funny movie. Did you say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not that great of a movie? Yeah. Up until it's fucking awesome. Uh, like the I, whole first I, I part of it, you're just like disagree with you about they, this whole movie. They set a vibe, and it's like so. The whole movie's awesome, and like fucking. But then eventually, when you finally get to the point, it's like holy fuck, that's good. But it took me a few sittings to get through this movie. Like I, I stopped watching it at least twice because it was so fucking boring getting into it, and then finally it picked up, and it was funny. Yeah. You like it? I love it. Really? I also loved Inglorious Bastards. That was stupid as fuck, too. How was it stupid? I just thought it was so dumb. I couldn't get into it, and it was like, I'm not like harsh for no reason. Just be like, let's be harsh to push the limits. And so then they're harsh. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't even need to see that harshness. Cool. Like, do it for like better reason than just the sake of doing it, is how I felt about that movie. I don't know. I mean, they were killing Nazis. They were pretty fucking bad guys. I know, but it's just like the harshness. Like the, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't jive for me, to be honest. I don't like, I don't know. I didn't have, of the Tarantino movies, those are, I, Once Upon a Time was way better than Glorious Bastards, but in Glorious Bastards, when it came out, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. And when I got what I got, I was like, oh, okay. It didn't hit with me. I'm not I saying mean, it's fucking terrible. It's I think too you need much to, to be a terrible. Tarantino fan. What's up? Like, I think you need to be a Tarantino fan to enjoy what he does, and you might yeah. not be that. No, and it's not that entirely because, like, you can't love everything that someone makes. If you do, you're just like a brand loyalist in ways you have I to look at it. I haven't seen a Kevin Smith movie that I didn't like. No, I haven't seen a Quentin Tarantino movie that I didn't like. Really. I've seen a few Tarantino ones I didn't like, but then I'd say like out of a hundred, I like 96 of them. Just a couple didn't land with me. Out of nine? Because these are nine films. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. It's seven of nine. Yeah. It always comes back to seven of I don't know. The fucking Hateful Eight was, it's a hard watch. I think it's a, like, it's a, like, it was like a fucking brutal movie and it's a hard watch, but it was good. 
I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and then Django Unchained. Like I watched. David made us watch Hateful Eight with my mom. Yeah, she was not the same after that. <laughs> and then, like, I watched Django Unchained with David, and the whole time I'm just, um, apologizing for racism. Like, hey, man, I don't agree. Ah. Huh? <laughs> Well, yeah. did he think that you did? Were you cheering at the wrong parts of the movie or what? Oh, it's just that it's, just, <laughs> it's so hard to know that this thing was a terrible thing in history and not go like, hey, sorry about slavery. Even though, like, I know that I didn't have, you just get white guilt the whole fucking time. You're so weird. You're such an apologist. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. <laughs> No, you, like you watch that with your. I don't. If I watch it with my black friends, though, they're not going to be like. For they're not going to look over at me and be like, "You son of a bitch." No, <laughs> you know and he I didn't mean? do that. But like, it is uncomfortable to like yeah. watch like these end bombs and treating people like fucking garbage, <laughs> and you know it's only because you're of like, the color of their skin, and come, it's only white people that did it, and you like, happen to be white, and you're just like, "Hey, man." Just know that, like, I don't pick this, and uh, I don't believe in that kind of stuff now. But also, uh, sorry about history and stuff, because that's bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, it's funny either way how you described it. I'll, I'll settle on that. <laughs> so, like, I get, like, I like it's just that. That's all it is. I've never watched, like, one of those movies with a black person, so I can't say, like. Right. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, watch Twelve <laughs> Years a Slave with one of your black friends and tell yeah. how it goes. <laughs> That's the new we're bringing back. Um, Just Tom and Sean recommends. Yeah, yeah. And Just Tom recommends. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend you watch Twelve Years a Slave with your black friend, and then see if you can go the whole movie without apologizing for racism. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, it's been fun doing this podcast with you anyways. <laughs> I don't so. think this is what gets us canceled, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it is. I just I think it's really fucking funny though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh needless to say, I think you need to be more of a Quentin Tarantino fan to enjoy all of those movies. And yeah. then, like you can excuse things like Quentin Tarantino's obvious foot fetish. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> But, he had a lot of good a lot of good hits for sure. Yeah. But um yeah, every everyone misses sometimes, I feel. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Like I haven't watched Yoga Hosers yet, but I've heard the terrible things about it. See, it's all about mindset and perspective. Of course. We've talked about this before. If it's not made for you, you can still appreciate the fact that it's good, even though if it's not made for yeah. you. Like but... I, I watch that, like I feel like you need to watch it as if it was a cartoon that they made in real life. Do you love it though? Um, I like it. Like I can watch it. I, Do I you like get a it. yoga hoser tattoo. No. So you don't like it that much? Well, I said I don't love it. Sorry, I I'm said just I like it. it. I would get a Kevin Smith tattoo. Would you? Yeah. It's such a bold thing. What if he like? I I don't know. I could stand behind it too. I don't like the idea of getting celebrity tattoos. Would it be like more one. like a Jay and Silent Bob tattoo? Yeah, like it, like characters more than because characters don't disappoint you. Yeah, unless they're written badly. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the that, that's the other thing. Like I'm stoked to see Clerks three, and apparently it's wonderful. 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of good reviews so far. Did you get to see Clerks 3? I know it was playing in Edmonton around you. No, didn't make it around. Yeah. I'd like to, though. I will eventually see it. Yeah. I'm behind on the Kevin Smith. I, I fell behind on a lot, but it means just I have a lot of good shit to watch with him. I haven't seen, like, a fuck ton of Kevin Smith because he's made a lot of stuff and been pretty busy, and I've missed a lot of it. Yeah. Obviously curious on a lot of these things, but also like Leary because it seems fucked up some of it. Yeah, no, exactly. But art is art in that way. Yeah, it is. And I think think like, I think if you really like the person that's doing the art, you become a little bit more forgiving of the thing that isn't theirs. Like, like I know that Kevin Smith announced that his next movie is Tusk 2. Yeah. And I'm fucking excited about that, to be honest. Nice. So. Yeah, you have to. It's the same thing with Star Trek, right? I love Star Trek, but there's also parts of Star Trek that, you know, maybe I don't love as much as others. And yeah. it's just one of those things. But I still am yeah. loyal in that sense. Like we, You and I both agree that Star Trek The Motion Picture is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But Wrath of Khan is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. This is true. And then we have difference of opinions on Star Trek, the the new Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's just the way of the world, I guess, when it comes to that stuff. But it's hard, like, I don't know. I would, I've talked about getting a Star Trek tattoo because it is something I'm brand loyal to in that sense, where I feel like I could have a com badge and always be happy with that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's tough, like, an Oilers tattoo you could almost get, but do you want to have like that? You know, would you get a Montreal Canadiens tattoo? I wouldn't mind a tattoo that showed and represented the places I lived in Canada. Yeah, I could see that. I but don't like... know how to properly do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I get like a moose eating poutine with like. A lobster. Yeah. Well, he's on fire. Because of your uh, time in Calgary, the flames, you know? Oh, I thought you were talking about my time in BC because BC is either fucking on fire or... Raining. No, I didn't mean that, but yeah. Yeah. With yeah, like, there could be a way. With like a mountainous background and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've been thinking about like that because it was just like... Like the cool thing about my life is that I've kind of lived everywhere. I was talking yeah. to a friend of mine today because she was on vacation. I was like, Oh, where are you going on vacation? She's like, It's a staycation. I was like, You should be a tourist in Halifax. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And she's just like, I fucking hate Halifax. I'm like, How dare you? It's like my favorite city in Canada. And she was like, well, She's like, Mine's Vancouver. It's where I'm from. I'm like, Vancouver fucking sucks. That's funny. Vancouver's dog shit. There's so much flavor to every city, and it's funny what strikes you and what doesn't, right? Yeah, like, see, there's there's greatness in Vancouver, but it's it's just I find what makes it great is, like, mountains are nice, and, like, the fact that they don't really get a winter is interesting. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it, it's kind of ruined by a lot of rain and then overpri- being so expensive, and then you get, like snobby fucking people there i don't know i've had i've had my rants on this show about vancouver already i'm not gonna do it again fair enough but no and that's just it when you it's funny when you say like 
you can have a staycation in your own city and be a tourist. It's fucking fun. You yeah, have you ever done that? Live. What's that? Have you ever done that? Like in Edmonton? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like. I love being like a tourist in Edmonton and the things that I haven't seen are the things I haven't tried. And I try to do it as much as I like every city festival that comes to town. We try to hit at least once, you know, every couple of years, <coughs> everything like being a seeing different sides of a city that you've never seen. There's so much yeah. to do in, a, in your city. You know, you live, you work, you come home, you fucking sleep, you do it all over again. But on the weekends, you know, going to the coin shows, going to the rock shows, going to the like, I did. Uh, I did something that you would probably ra- like uh, when I was when Uncle Sparky was on town. Like, we checked out um, the Citadel. Nice. So, like, all the old cannons and all like the, this infrastructure. Like, it was really worth checking out. And then that's like, cool. So, if my mom ever comes, there's this thing called the uh, Harbor Ho- Hopper. I think it is, and it's just yeah. like a tour of the city and all that. Fuck, so, like, I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, I did it. Like I did something like that, similar to that when I was in Montreal with my dad and sister. Like one day we were just like we were kids. My dad didn't know what to do with us. I was like, fuck it, we're gonna go do a tour of Montreal. That's cool, yeah. Like, yeah, like it was a cool tour of the airport, uh old port, and then like uh this bus like went into water and all that. Like it was I'm super nervous about it, but I really want to go on a hot air balloon tour of the city too. Yeah. I don't know how I'd do. Hillary wants to do a hot a hot air balloon thing, and I like, I go, you plan that. There is no way that I am. It's fucking expensive, but also like you're in a fucking wicker basket with yeah. a balloon. That's I, pretty fucked up. I, I wouldn't do that it. to a mouse. I wouldn't put a mouse with a helium balloon and put it in a little wicker basket yeah. and let them fly off into fucking God knows how. Like obviously they do this and they're professionals, but it just seems like the really flimsy way of traveling. Yeah, but one day. Yeah. Uh, it's something I would like to do because it's like the idea of like facing one's fears. But yeah, there is like a good to real like I cry. You're in a wicker basket for fuck's sakes. Yeah, like <laughs> what? That's my thing. But I want to. It's just like you're in a fucking wicker basket. Yeah. On that note, Tom, I think that might wrap up this week's episode of Two Sides of the Story. Wicker basket. It's a fucking wicker basket. I think that can be the name of our episode. It's a it's a fucking wicker basket. <laughs> All right, man. No, that'll do it. Well, it's good to fucking see you again. I hope I'm glad your birthday was good. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad your trip was good. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll go. We'll, we'll, good luck to you in the upcoming hockey season. You as well, sir. Good uh, good picks. Good picks. May, may the odds ever be in your favor. You as well. Yes. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Um, do you want me to do the sign off here? I know what. I am so out of it. I forgot completely about our sign off. Go yeah, ahead. We... <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. I'm Sean from Two Sides of the Story, and this has been One Side of the Story. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Have a great <laughs> week. Be sure to check me out this week on uh, Earth 894. It's a good listen. It's a lot of rambling, but it's a lot of laughs. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. 
on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.